Oh, oh, I'm St. Nicholas. And I'm Campus Hello, Galeno, please stop bite me. Bella's like, what the hell just took over my mom? She's like, what's possessing you? Yeah. She literally like came up to me and like lay down like next to me. She's like, it's okay, Bob, I'm here. <laughs> It'll be okay. I'll oh. protect you. <laughs> From Krampus. Uh, hey guys, it's Janessa, and I'm here with Kathy. Hello. And this is the Pathological Podcast, and today we are talking about holiday urban legends, I guess it would be called, or holiday stories. legends or stories, or I don't know, but we're going to talk about Krampus, which Kathy so beautifully emulated earlier. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And we're also going to mention a couple of other... Um, urban legends that if you follow us on TikTok, you've seen Kathy talk about, which I got to say, you do a good job of stuffing like a ton of content into 60 seconds. I had to like remake the videos so many times to like fit it all in because I would like get to like middle of the story and it'll like cut off. So I'm just like, okay. You're like, fuck. (laughs) Or like I would stutter really badly. I'm just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, but if you haven't seen the TikTok, then that's okay, because we're going to c- just briefly cover a couple of those before we, or after we get into Krampus, just because Krampus is a cool story, but it's not enough to create a whole episode worth. But it's that time of the year, and I, I mean, I had heard of Krampus, and I had seen, like, images, but I didn't know the history of it. So if you're like me, you will learn something. Yeah, I didn't really know anything about Krampus until that movie came out, so. So I haven't seen the movie, but I watched the trailer of it. And the trailer was really good. Like, it made it look really scary. But does Krampus actually look scary? Because in the pictures I saw, he kind of looked like a Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen some pictures, like, I guess paintings. And they were scary in the paintings, but, like, the costumes are... Oh, okay. Reminds me of, like, a goat man. (laughs) Yeah, like, I guess that's... Unless you have somebody who's really talented, it's probably hard to translate that into the movie. Cool. Okay, so do you want to just, like, start off with Yule Cat? Yeah. Tell us about the Yule Cat. I'm just going to say, and if you're from Iceland, don't come at me. You're all, y'all's urban legends are, like, anti-kid. So there's, like, different tales for the Yule Cat. But, like, basically, it's this gigantic man-eating cat that comes out during the winter time. And one of the tales is if you don't, like, dress appropriately for winter, basically the Yule Cat will find you and they will eat you. <laughs> oh, my God. What if you can't afford to dress appropriately? And they go into that. They're, and basically, if you're poor, you get targeted easier. Wow. And then there's another story of how, like, if you get clothes for Christmas, which is, like, pretty normal because Iceland is, like, their winters are pretty harsh. So. Right. But if you get gifted clothes for Christmas and you don't gift the Yule Cat any, the Yule Cat will, like, eat you as well. And, like, just so people understand, like, the Yule Cat is not, like, your regular house cat. Like, he's huge. He's huge. And he's terrifying. Like, 10 out of 10, I would still go and pet it. And I'm pretty sure I will, you know, just die from petting something I shouldn't. That you should know. (laughs) And then this leads into the next story, which is Gryla. So Gryla is this woman. And then in some stories, it says that the Yule Cat is actually her pet. Really? That's cool. Yeah. But Gryla, and I really hope I'm saying it correctly, but it, 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 I say it how it's spelled. 
It's basically this witch, and she has three sons. One of them is named Meat Hook. Okay. <laughs> Meat Hook. Meat Hook. <laughs> and basically, they, like, go around, and if you are a bad child, they, like, will cook you in a stew, and they will eat you. Horrifying. And they do this from, like, 13 days before Christmas and then leading up to Christmas. Like, so that's their window to, like, find bad kids and eat them. Oh, my God. They have a window. It's crazy. Like a window of time, a quota to me, if you will. So, like, the 12 days of Christmas, this is, like, the 12 days of Gryla. Of Gryla? Oh, my God, that's horrifying. Of Meat Hook. Of Meat Hook tracking you down. I found another story that was kind of similar to Gryla's story, but it was, like, a different name. And then there is another story that's similar to the Yule Cat, but, again, a different name. So, I'm wondering if it's just, like, the traditional Icelandic names for Oh, sure, yeah. But I'm just, like, I'm pretty sure... They hate children. Because actually, the I think it was the Gryla version, parents would use that as like a parenting technique for kids to like scare them into being good. And Iceland actually banned that for parents to use that as a technique. Because it was terrifying the children so much? Yeah. Oh my god. Because basically they're like, if you're bad, you know, you will, you'll be eaten by this witch and her family. Wow. And I'm sure there's parents who took it like way too far too. And oh, I'm sure. That's insane. All right, tell us about Belsnickel. Belsnickel? <laughs> he just looks like he crawled up through a tunnel somewhere, and he's gross. <laughs> Basically, he he's the one that's, like, dressed in rags and fur, right? Yeah. I did five of these guys, so I'm, like, trying to rack my brain. <laughs> I remember it being, like, a German story, and I think if you were a good child, he had, like, sweets and candies to give you. Yes. But if you were a bad child, you'd get beaten with the switch. <laughs> you know, if, if you're into that, you know, then, you know, yay you. Well, I mean, beating children. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but I feel like in Europe, they grow up quicker than American children, because, like, at 12, they're already drinking, so. <laughs> that's because I- they usually had harder lives, too, like. You were born to do one thing, and that was free labor until you moved out, so. I mean, that's fair. Generalizing, <laughs> of course, generali- generalizing, not saying that that is the case everywhere, but it seems like they just had a bunch of punk-ass kids, and they're like, what can we do to get these kids in line? I know. How about during the joyous time of the year, the most joyous time, let's create a legend that says that if these kids are bad, we're going to beat the shit out of them, <laughs> or a cat's going to eat them. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god and then the other one is Hans Trapp maybe it's Trapp because it's spelled T-R-A-P-P but I say Trapp I mean it's probably Trapp just if you think about like where it originated from but this one's in France and basically it was about a rich man basically like his ego was bigger than his head and he was like the meanest person ever and he was a saint worshiper and when the catholic church found out that he was a saint worshiper a saying worshiper they like ostracized him and then um his neighbors basically made him an outcast and the government took his wealth away so he went to the woods to live in a shack and people that would visit the woods he would like eat them so i don't know what what cannibalism is part of like everyone's story but like yeah oh you i guess (laughs) Uh, and then what's the we have one more right the fifth one 
So the last one is the clown puppet, which I think is the most interesting one. And it's not an urban legend, but it's just a scary story. So with the clown puppet, there's these three daughters. The eldest one is 15 years old. The middle child is 12 years old. And then the youngest is seven. And then when they were asking for gifts for their parents, the 15-year-old asked for a laptop. The middle child asked for an iPad. And then the youngest one asked for a doll. The 15-year-old received the laptop. The 12-year-old received the iPad, but the youngest child, instead of a doll, she got like a clown puppet. And then two days after receiving the clown puppet, she disappeared, like without a trace. Horrifying. So for the following Christmas, the eldest child, she asked for an iPad and she received it on Christmas Day. And the middle child asked for the clown puppet to kind of like memorialize her sister by. And then two days later, her middle child, like the middle child went missing. So the following Christmas, the eldest child, all she wanted was the clown puppet to like memorize her two younger sisters by. And she received it. And then two days later, the, the oldest sister went missing without a trace. Basically, after that, her parents or their parents lost their wealth and became poor. So they had to move out Well, when they went up to the attic to start packing the clown puppet was surrounded by the three like girls severed heads nope nope and like clowns are scary on their own clowns are horrifying on their own but like just just the story especially since it's like a christmas scary story (laughs) gather around kids let me tell you about the clown puppet don't ask for dolls that's for sure heck no that reminds me of that one well there's just the talk of dolls, not the story, but it reminds me of that one Christmas mom got me like a bunch of weird dolls for, <laughs> for Christmas. Oh. There was like so many of them. I was like, oh, and they weren't like the dolls you could play with. They're like the porcelain dolls. <laughs> oh, I hate porcelain dolls. <laughs> They're so weird. I was never like a doll fan anyways, like Barbies. Like I was never really a fan. I always had like a bunch of stuffed animals. Yeah. I will say I did have some like brat dolls though. Brats. You did? Yeah, buddy. Sasha was my favorite. Sasha. That's really funny. I am had a couple regular Barbies, but I didn't really have, I didn't really get too, too into it. And even my girls now, like they like, they like like the princess Barbie dolls. So they have like a couple of those, but they don't prefer to play with those. In fact, speaking of stuffed animals, they have a ton of stuffed animals because we collect those squishmallows. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. Yeah. So the girls collect them. So usually for every holiday, they get one or for birthdays or whatever. So they have just an overwhelming amount of them. But that's what they play with. They like go on little adventures. They like to throw them over the in the staircase from the second floor to the bottom and like (laughs) pretend they're doing missions and stuff. It's really funny. (laughs) Cool. Well, that leads us into Krampus. So I'm going to go into like a little brief, brief history on who Krampus is, where he came from. Um, and then we can kind of talk about some of the festivities surrounding Krampus because there's some weird stuff that they do. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. But so in Central European popular legend, a half goat, half demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time is known as Krampus. He is the devilish companion of St. Nicholas. So that's why we both introduced ourselves as such at the beginning of this podcast and they actually go around like together so saint nicholas comes on december 
5th on the night of December 5th. So on December 6th, you wake up and you have like little presents and stuff. I guess you put like shoes or clogs out or something, but basically they come together at the same night. And if you're good, St. Nicholas will leave little treats in your shoes. Shoes. If you're naughty, well, Krampus is going to beat the hell out of you or drag you to hell. So or both. Or both, actually. So it's believed to originated to have originated in Germany. And his name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Krampus was thought to have been part of pagan rituals for the winter solstice. According to legend, he is the son of Hel, and that's H-E-L, the Norse god of the underworld. With the spread of Christianity, Krampus became associated with Christmas, despite the efforts of the Catholic Church to ban him. So the creature and St. Nicholas are said to arrive, like I said, on the evening of December 5th. While St. Nicholas rewards nice children by leaving presents, Krampus beats those who are naughty with branches and sticks. He also carries chains that drag behind him while he walks and a sack to stuff the naughty children in to bring them to hell. I did see a thing saying that the chains are, um, he's bound to like the Christian church. Interesting. the Christian church has a hold on him and that's what the chains represent. Okay, I was wondering if that was, if I, I thought it might have meant like maybe because then if you hear chains dragging across the floor, you know Krampus is there for you. Yeah, which I mean it could. I mean, it could be both. It doesn't have to be one or the other, but that's crazy. I had no idea. So there are festivities that involve Krampus, including one that's called the Krampus, it's the Krampus run and the German word is Krampuslauf, Krampuslauf maybe. And in this activity, which often involves alcohol, people dress up as Krampus and they parade through the streets, scaring spectators and sometimes chasing them. And people bring their kids to this. (laughs) And these people, these drunk adults that are dressed up like Krampus will chase the kids. (laughs) Like what? Oh my gosh. Beginning in the late 20th century, amid efforts to preserve cultural heritage, Krampus runs became increasingly popular in Australia or Austria and Germany. During this time, Krampus began to be celebrated internationally, and the monster's growing appeal was evidenced by the numerous horror films that are about him. Some claim that the expanding popularity of Krampus was a reaction to the commercialization of Christmas, which makes sense. I mean, Obviously, there's people who are like us that kind of live for these types of things that, of course, are going to be excited about hearing more about it and seeing movies and stuff. So, did you see that it was like temporary blame? <laughs> it was temporarily banned in Europe during like World War II because yes. they thought it was like a socialist idea. Yes. So they banned that. it. And then after World War II, <laughs> it became popular. They're again. like, oh, wait, just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. And I saw that they actually have parades in New York, Philadelphia, and I think Los Angeles to celebrate Krampus now. They do? Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not see that. That's crazy. Do people dress up and get drunk and chase children? I assume they, like, get dressed up and get drunk because, <laughs> you know, Americans, you know, they always need an excuse to get drunk. Exactly. Any excuse to dress up like a half goat, half demon and get shit-faced sure oh that sounds like the like a terrible idea which i mean on halloween that's what i do but like (laughs) dressing up like that sounds like a heavy ass costume yeah and like drunk like i get i don't know about you but like i get really warm when i drink it's funny i can't imagine having like a half goat 
heavy ass costume on and like drink on top of it like I, I like just the thought of it makes me sick oh yeah and like being all, I mean I guess if you're in New York it's probably fine because it's real cold anyways for Christmas so you yeah. probably it probably balances out but like LA and stuff like we have pretty mild out west here we have pretty mild winters so I'm just thinking like if you go full Krampus and you got the goat legs I mean that's for a costume to be like that, you have to kind of be in like weird heels. So like, how are you going to walk yeah. like that drunk? I can, I can't even walk normal sober and in sneakers. So all the more power to you if you do that. Seriously. Uh, I feel like when you get older, your equilibrium just goes to shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So do you have anything else to add for Krampus that I missed? No. Krampus snout. Krampus snout. Krampus snake. That's crazy. I think it's Krampus not. Oh, you're right. Because like for Crystal Knot for World War Two during mm-hmm. that time when they came in and like destroyed everything with glass, they call it Crystal Knot. So I'm pretty sure it's Krampus. Not, you're totally not. right. Yeah, Krampus not. Just, just good just catch. <laughs> good job. <laughs> and if y'all haven't heard our last episode, we're thinking of doing a geek podcast. Yes. Just so y'all know. We are. It's in the very beginning stages, but it will cover all things, gosh, like, I mean, nerdy. Movies, books. Movies, books. Comic books. And we are not, like, we don't know. Dinosaurs. Dinosaur. Oh, my God. Jurassic Park. Yes. We don't know. It's not like we're, like, all-knowing people. We just enjoy these things, and we can talk about them forever, so. (laughs) I mean, we talk about it clearly for, like, 20 minutes. In that last episode. In the last episode, so, you know. Might as well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely keep your eyes out. That that will come sometime early 2021. Um, but don't worry, we will still be here slinging true crime and weird urban legends and history and all and of that stuff. If COVID's over, I 10 out of 10 want to go to a haunted hotel. For Maybe sure. I don't know if I want to sleep there though. I'll go and like record all night, but <laughs> so but if you're recording all night. That, that's still overnight yeah I mean I'm okay with that like like if we get there late and then like stay up and record a couple episodes and like do some like ghost hunting I'm fine but I, I don't want to sleep what if something tries to haunt me while I'm sleeping <laughs> I mean it will haunt you while you're awake I know but I feel like I can protect myself <laughs> if I'm awake with what it's I don't ghost. know I don't know Kathy Wait, are you gonna, the science are you gonna eat sense. are you gonna eat me at the ghost Take her, take her. <laughs> I, know. I just hide behind you and push you. Take her. <laughs> It'd be like that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean when the Kraken comes. Yes. Like, they have the dress and they're like, take it, take it. <laughs> That's going to be you. <laughs> oh my God. It's true. Yeah, I definitely, I'm excited, especially because there's a lot in Arizona that we can that we can go to and like do tours of and record about tombstone they have a bunch of ghost tours yeah what's so what's that gold gold what's it called that field is it goldfield or is it i think it's uh, goldfield. gold canyon no it's goldfield you're right it's goldfield yeah so either way there'll be some fun stuff and then we have uh some really cool local stories that we're going to talk about in some upcoming episodes uh true crime wise cool as an in interesting and i want to get their stories out obviously I would hope you guys know by now that I don't mean cool as in it's cool that it happened. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this, we won't have an episode out next week, which I believe is the week of New Year's Eve, if I'm doing 
Next Christmas. week is Christmas. Well, oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I for New Year's you. Eve. Uh, we're just going to kind of prep and get ready for the next episodes that will debut in 2021. Um, so you won't see us then, but of course you can always binge watch or binge watch, binge listen to any of our episodes. And you guys have done such a great job of sharing, um, our posts and stuff. But if there's an episode that you really particularly liked, um, and you want to leave a review, uh, you can do that on iHeartRadio and Apple podcasts. I don't know. I don't think you can do it like on Spotify or any of those. Um, I think you can only do it on the iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and if it happens to not be 2021, it's 2020 round two. We'll see you oh then. God, we'll see you then either way. Well, you'll hear us then. <laughs> yeah, I guess we won't see you unless you, you know, wanted. Maybe we'll do like a cool like live stream one time where we'll do an episode like live over Facebook or something. That would be cool. I'll look like crap, but okay. Yeah, but that's the, I mean, it's fine. That's the allure. <laughs> um, so yeah, we hope that you guys have a good holiday and a safe New Year's Eve and look out for our new episodes and our new podcast that we are so excited about. Mm, Merry Christmas and don't get dragged down to hell. And please be good so Krampus doesn't beat you with a switch. Unless you're into that kind of thing. If you're an adult, if you're a kid, you have no, but maybe you're and an adult. Stay away from clown puppets. And please stay away from clown puppets. Don't gift those to anyone. <laughs> or anything clown-like. Ugh, just in general. Can you believe clowns used to be like the main form of entertainment? <laughs> well, as we all know, John Wayne Gacy, which God. I am... We need to do an episode. We will. Yes, we are doing um, our favorite serial killer episode. Uh, definitely. And obviously, you know, we don't like the serial killer because they're right. terrible people. They're but, awful. Like, we also love serial killer stories. Stories. There's this that part of our brain that must be broken or something. <laughs> I feel like, like yes. the psychological portion yes. of what, you know, makes serial killers become serial killers. Like, it's so interesting. Well, it's funny because sometimes there's a lot of similarities, like outside uh, nurture versus nature type of similarities. And then sometimes there's nothing. Like, sometimes it's just like a part of the brain that's just wrong. But I remember in my psychology class for college, I did a whole theory, or I did, like, I wrote a thesis on the psychology of some of the more popular serial killers. And it was just, oh, really? Not not on the like the most popular serial killers, but my my uh, paper was on basically nature versus nurture and what had more influence, mm. and then patterns and established with certain like childhood traumas. Yeah, all that childhood trauma, how that led them killing a certain way. Yeah, which is very interesting. It's super, yeah, super interesting. So maybe we'll we might cover a couple more um, of the psychology. Um, reasons in a few of these episodes i mean we all we are called the pathological podcast and pathology and psychology and all of that is super interesting so all right well we hope that you have enjoyed our content for this year and it's crazy to say this but i guess we'll catch we you will in 2021 catch 2020 in. round two god please no 2021 even though i know like physically nothing will change on january 1st 2021 i just feel like it's a breath of fresh air it's gonna it's be it's a new hope it's a new hope star wars reference these are the kinds of jokes you can look forward to <laughs> in <our> new podcast. <laughs> oh my god anyways all right bye